This is the United We Stand podcast around Manchester United's home game against Bournemouth at Old Trafford. Today's podcast is brought to you by Improve Easy. Improve Easy are helping United fans across the country save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures such as free solar panels, free boilers and free insulation. We met one reader last week who's had a load of solar panels put on his house and it didn't cost him anything. So that's good to hear. All you need to do to see if you apply for government funding is text the word EASY to 60777. That's text the word EASY, E-A-S-Y, to 60777. Why not give it a go? You might be missing out. Three hours before kick-off, Manchester United against Bournemouth. Praying that it doesn't rain too much. It's raining at the moment because it hammers the, the fanzine sales, but we've had a load of support for this fanzine with the Eric Ten Hag interview. Just bumped into um, Binzi as it happens. How are you doing, lad? Good morning, Andy. Yeah, just about. I've got the my, morning. my wife thinks that I don't know you because you you're on the TV and that. She's seen the thing, the Eric Ten Hag thing. Yeah. I went, there's my pal, Andy. She went, you don't know him, you, you blagging. <laughs> so of course I know him. I've known him for about fucking 30 years. You've known me since I've been a, a kid. Yeah, yeah. So she thinks that you don't... So if you <laughs> see me on the telly and you say, there's me mate, she, yeah. she thinks you're blagging. Andy, it's like seeing Johnny Depp and saying, there's <laughs> me pal Johnny Depp. She's like, shut up. You're the star She's on this, She's calling mate. me a scouser. <laughs> Why? They're always telling lies, aren't they? Oh, oh wow. That was a, um, Might be a bit strong, surprise. but... Well, we'll take a picture together and send it to your wife then. Correct, do that, yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll have to invite you both out to a party. Was it right? 2-1? Well, I'll get to that. Yeah. You predicted the score right the other night, yeah. and a lot of people heard that. So yeah. what's the score going to be today against Bournemouth? Smash them. Smash them? Three. Do you, do three, you like Bournemouth? Three. No, they beat us 2-0 in the FA Cup when that Harry... Uh, Brown envelope, brown envelope, red nap. Yeah, I, I, Do you remember eight, that? 84, maybe, oh, it was. Did you go you know, there? No, I didn't, didn't go didn't to that go. one, I'll be honest. But uh, my memory can't... I remember it, but it's one of the few things I remember. So, give I was us a traumatised. 3-4-1. You've got to give really? the opposition a goal because the defence is shit. And, and to be honest with you, I can't believe old Nano never saved that goal, that that shot I can't fancy shit the team have just won here we go stats alright in November for which Harry Maguire was named player of the month goal of this month no goals were conceded we've won what we won 6 out of 8 or something yeah Yeah. yeah. basically we beat the teams below us yeah right and lose against the team above which pretty worrying in in other ways yeah you're in the middle of the road then aren't you you don't draw matches so if it was still two points for a win, we'd be much lower down. But because it's three points, yeah, that's and, a bit and, technical for me, that but, Andy. But, but other teams lose games as well. You know, we think yeah. the world's ending when United lose. But Newcastle, City have not won six Tottenham. times in the league this yeah, year. Yeah, I'm not interested in Stockport County. You know what I mean? I went to Goodison the other night and um, they beat Newcastle three 0 pretty comfortably in, in the end. So yeah. you know, Newcastle at the weekend. Yeah, but you know when when Man United rolls into town, Andy. Mm. I know. Everybody raises the game. the game. We're like Hollywood coming into these places. So, buying Munich then, aren't we? Yeah. Um, did, did you go to Munich? 
I've been all over Germany, Andy. Have you? Yeah. You're saying that with a face like you've got a story. Well, I, I booked into a few hotels that weren't my choice. In Germany? Yeah. <laughs> you mean you were booked into them? Yeah. In which German Stuttgart, city? Stuttgart, just south of Stuttgart. Right, how long were you detained uh, in Stuttgart? Somebody for? accused us of taking the takings out the back of the shop. Right. Yeah. What year was this? Oh, fucking hell, Andy, in the 80s. How long were you detained for? Oh, uh, a few months, because... Months? Yeah, because I got apprehended, but... Who got the, you there the was police? two other people there. Right. No, half the fucking town was chasing me down the road. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but the, the two who done it, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who they were, Yeah. they got away. Right. But obviously... You I've got, got you, Yeah, you so you've got to go through the system. You're an innocent bystander. Correct. Right. And you just found yourself in southern Germany. Yeah. What, yeah. l- looking at the tourist sites? But my dad always said, don't speak to the police unless you've got a lawyer present. Right, so you didn't? Right. No. Right. No. But you were you were still held in Stuttgart? Yeah. For two months? Yeah. What's what's a German prison like? But mainly couldn't speak English. Well, why should they be German? They should speak English, well, God's you... language. Mancunian they should speak. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. German's it... a major language. Did you, do you speak any German? Jawohl. What does that mean? Sprachen Sie Deutsch. That yeah. means yes in German. And jawohl. <laughs> what does jawohl mean in German? <laughs> yes. But My wife while I was she in can there. She German. She can't. She's got a German passport. And she thinks she can speak German. Because yeah. her parents speak German. And um, she can't. <laughs> Everyone speaks English anyway. But uh, while I was in there, I met a few of my. Turkish compatriots. So you met Turkish people in... Yeah, great people. Yeah? Fucking great people. I, 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 I felt really looked after in yeah. Galatasaray by the home yeah. fans. I think, you know, but I they, had major they said, English, there. you go home, no problem, no evidence. Oh, yeah. well, there will be no evidence. What's the I'm food innocent. Like in, what's the food like in a German Fucking jail? Ter- well, it's a bit better than what you get here. Yeah? But I was on remand, uh, I was on remand so yeah. you are allowed to spend your own cash. Right, and they give you money? And what do you wear? No, what you clothes get it, do they see, give? Well, you can wear your own clothes can while you? you're in there. Well, I didn't do have not, many. Do you not meet, meet any mates there, new mates? No, no. I no. thought I would have met a Scouser in there, but... <laughs> Were Scousers often in European Well, I, offer, I have to say, yeah. Where else have you been in Bavaria? Have you been, you've been to Munich. I went to Dachau. I've been to Dachau. Yeah. It's haunting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's... That's about 40 minutes outside Munich to yeah. the north. It's a concentration camp. And we all... Yeah, all in all... So, you, so after Dachau, where else you been? Been from the top, Hamburg, yeah. Kiel, been all over Germany. Yeah? Yeah. Just in the name of tourism? Yeah, I went to see all them historical sites. Were you, do you reckon your name was ever on any blacklists at any point, like Interpol and stuff like that? I know it's on there. Really? Yeah. What, as Binti? <laughs> no, well, I don't know if you know that, but... Yeah. Um, there used to be a travel agent in near the university, Delta Travel, yeah, a great guy, yeah. yeah. Well, they got our um, in the early nineties. Well, something happened in. Um, we got our, our plane tickets. Bielefeld. Yeah. And somebody took the registration of our car. I don't know why. Right. So they tracked train plane so ticket. Everything went in there. Yeah. So. Really. Yeah, but obviously the kid was our mate, so he phoned us up while we were still there and said, "You're being uh, people watched." People are lo- no, they're looking for you. Right. Yeah, mate. Did- did they find you? Uh, no, we uh, exit. Oh, I'll tell you when it was, when we played PSV Eindhoven. Right. 
when Atkinson Big Ron was there. Yeah. That's how long ago it was. Wow. So you're going over there yeah. for, but, for Eindhoven? Yeah. Because it's quite close to the border, <laughs> the isn't it? The coffee shops and all that, you yeah. know what I mean? What, do you have coffee? Yeah. <laughs> Colombian. <laughs> oh, the first time I went to Germany was um, with the Vase in a van. Oof. Right, so... We used to go to Dortmund in like the early 90s and yeah. the, the lads would be selling t-shirts um, yeah, Dort, Dortmund won UA for Cup so I saw some cracking games and um, I'd see signs on the motorway for Alfar <laughs> Exit Andy But I didn't know it was Exit Yeah. So I'm thinking like because I'm into geography I'm thinking this city must be massive because yeah. we've been going past it for ages and we've got all these exits for it and why have I never heard of it? Obviously, it means exit. Yeah, you know, you you've had a sh- like you led you. a yeah you led a sheltered life. I mean, sheltered you. life. Fucking no nuisance. Been fifteen. <laughs> How can that be sheltered? I don't mean sheltered. You know what I mean. So you, you sound a bit more perky about United than um, a week ago. Um, yeah. You having the manager? Love him. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. That lot have thrown six managers under the bus. Yeah. So in it about time. What is it? What's the sign of madness? Keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. No, I love Eric, and I love what he's done with... uh, Oh, is it any coincidence he dropped Rashford and Martial? And we won. I think if you're playing poorly, you get dropped. Correct. Pretty simple. It's not personal. Me, personally, I'd have sold Rashford. Yeah, I know you've said it before. The rumours, PSG. I mean, spoke to other clubs, definitely. Let him go. We don't need him. This club... Do you like Garnacho? Love him. Or Garancho, as my mum my calls him. <laughs> <laughs> Garancho. If, if you look at the history, Cantona went, George Best went, Johnny Giles went, we're still here. Yeah, but no we're one's still, bigger than you. Seven the table. Imagine if we had Jude Bellingham and Declan Rice. Yeah, but he don't want to come at the moment because nah, of the toxic one. fucking changing room. Yeah, oh, would you get in that dressing room? I'd love to get in there. Yeah. Let them know what it means to play for this great club. And then after it's not Munich. just a football club. It's more. Never mind Shankly. It's more than it's. What, what did life he say? And death. Yeah. Football. To some people, that. it is fucking life and death. It used to be for me when I was younger. Yeah. But as I've got older, they actually gave me what I wanted. What? To win the title. The, the league title. And we got 13 of them off. Champions of England. Yeah. And you know when I was a kid, I, I, that's all I dreamed about, one league title. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Europe was something that like Liverpool did. Yeah. And European Cups. So yeah. well, we have been spoiled, we were the, we? What We were the pioneers of it, weren't we? Oh, well, first English team to win the European Cup. Busby. Well, they didn't yeah. want us to go. No, Busby didn't. still went. That Alan Ardaker. Don't get our love right, United. Man. It's biggest part of my life Manchester United is it? yeah what does your wife think of your well she's fucking tennis mad so tennis? yeah fucking tennis mad Serena Williams or fucking um, that Rafael Nadal <laughs> that Rafael Nadal he looks a bit like me <laughs> yeah you fucking dream he does <laughs> Johnny <Right>. Depp <laughs> take care mate Andy I love seeing you I just bumped into Mr Miyagi, he's a well-known figure at, at the United Games. I've not seen him for a while and he said he's had a little little rest. So go on, tell me what's happened. Well, this season, yeah, at one stage I was two out of two. First game of the season, half-time, or after half-time against Wolves, I had chest pains and was sent to hospital. Right. And then the second match I attended, which was the uh, Brighton, <laughs> 
match. So this team are giving you chest pains. Well, you're basically having a go. Off. You it, may it, say so. Is this a, is this a new is this a new thing or have you had them before? Yeah, I've had it before. When? Uh, 2018 was the first time. Which when, game? When we got beat by Spurs at home early on in the season, where he actually played quite well. That's right. Yeah. So watching Manchester United is dangerous for your health, is what you're telling me. Well, it might be, Mr. Mitchell. You can draw your conclusions. And I've been supporting United for 61 years now. Yeah? What's been your high point in all of that time, supporting United? Well, it must be uh, Barcelona, 1999. Yeah? Yeah. Cheers were coming down, you know, and that was it. I mean... Low point? Low point when we got crushed by City. Six. One. I can't remember that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I can remember uh, beating them 5-0, but I can't remember yes. that game. I mean, that, that, was, that was bad. That How are you feeling about Eric Ten Hag and being United manager? I think, I think, hopefully, he's given the opportunity to sort of uh, mould the team and mould the squad in his image. You know what he wants to do in terms of discipline. Very important. And uh, the style of play, which I think still needs a bit of tweaking, to say the least, you know, as to how he wants us to play. You know, this pressing game and possession football, which we are not doing at the moment, to be honest. Score prediction for today? I don't normally, you know. Uh, well, I'll, I'll put my, my head above, above the parapet and say 2-1. Uh, Thank you, and lovely to see you. Stood on to Matt Busby Way now, selling the mag. Uh, gentleman's just come up, what's your name? Chandan. Where are you from? Bournemouth. Right, but you're wearing a Manchester United scarf. Well, it's a half and half. Okay, well, who do you support then? <laughs> um, whoever wins today. Really? <laughs> yeah, Seriously? Yeah, yeah, so you support both teams? Yeah, yeah. This is interesting. Well, that's exactly. why I've got you on the podcast. So, how has your life as a Bournemouth fan changed then? Because I'd imagine yeah. you could quite easily support both when they're in separate divisions yeah 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 no, well, I've been supporting Bournemouth for about the last four years because um, okay. I was working abroad but um, moved to Bournemouth for about the last three or four years so yeah it's been really interesting like I started going when we were in the championship um, but I know about the whole sort of minus 17 when Eddie Howe came in and sort of yeah brought us through the divisions and took us up and yeah now you know sort of with the new owners coming in Took um, us up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you completely? I forgot. I forgot you, I'm not outside Dean Court. <laughs> no, so are you? Com- you've got no preference at all today. Who wins? Just well, like the- I guess I'm supporting Man United longer, so right. I, I prefer Man United. I haven't been here for like 16 years, so right. Um, yeah, I'll probably go for Man United. Who are Bournemouth's best players? And I'm interviewing you as if you're a Bournemouth. Yeah, fan yeah. Now. Well, Bournemouth. You're, you're going moment. on happy either way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got the half and half. I'm good. Um, I think Semenyo's on fire at the moment. Right. Semenyo's on fire. Solanke's banging them in. Um, I think Zabani's sort of doing a great job at the back. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, Tavernero as well, he can have his moments. So I think the thing with Bournemouth is we like to press from the front and you know, the wingers sort of come in and the sort of attacking midfielder does that. Don't think Man United like being pressed sort of up from the front. So that's why it could be an interesting game today. What about um, your manager, your Basque manager? Yeah, Viola. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's done well. He's taken time. He's taken a while to sort of settle in. But I think now the players are sort of getting him. Um, and yeah, there's, uh, there's the old Iriola chant, which you guys will hear as well. Go on. Iriola. Ooh, Iriola. 
Eats paella, drinks Estrella, hates the scummers. Here I am. People in the Basque country do not eat paella, nor drink Estrella. Paella is from Valencia and Estrella is from Catalonia. Although Estrella Galicia is from, from Galicia. But yeah, you know, I think we used to sing about Ander Herrera drinking um, Estrella by the Casco or whatever. Yeah, it's a different beer in, in Zaragoza where he grew up. But anyway, being extremely pedantic here. Tell me about the football support in Bournemouth. Liverpool fans down there, any yeah. any Southampton, any Portsmouth? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, sort of a lot of the kids now are becoming Bournemouth fans because last previously sort of Southampton were the only Premiership club. Um, but yeah, Bournemouth are definitely sort of getting more support. It's a shame we've only got a ground for like ten or eleven thousand. But I think with the new owner coming in, new stadium, hopefully fingers crossed if we stay up this year. Um, yeah, I think things are looking up. How long is it taking you to drive up today? Just Five, a, just under four. Well, yeah. stopped for charge, but yeah, about four and a half. Which uh, yeah, it's not been too bad. Because uh, well, we drove down there in May. Uh, it took a long time. There was a massive problem around uh, Oxford. Um, but that was that was the game where. Casemiro put United into the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, so, goal, can I have a score prediction for today? I think 3-1 United. Right. Yeah. 3-1 United. I don't know who will score, but I, I think Bournemouth will get one. We'll all go home happy. Um, well, so you'll yeah. certainly go out more happy. Whatever yeah, yeah, exactly. happens, won't you? It's not a nil-nil draw, right? <laughs> all the best. Cheers. Nice to talk to you. Final whistle at Old Trafford, and it was greeted with, with booze. Bournemouth 3, Manchester United nil. probably the worst defeat of the season. I know Manchester City also won by that scoreline, but they're the European uh, champions or whatever. Old Trafford was <coughs> started to empty way before the end. I'm looking at the Stratford end now. There's a big Love United, hate Glazers, flag low down in the Stratford end. Eric Tenag looks extremely stern and uh, players are being we can hear the boo starting to pick up <coughs> boo as you walk off the pitch <coughs> there's some fans in the Stratford end sort of singing but there's also audible booze as well. This team doesn't draw matches. It's win or lose. <coughs> I'm surprised at that result. I said midweek it'd be tricky. Bournemouth on a very good run of form. Got a tactically astute manager. They press really well. But they're also 15th in the table. Never won at Old Trafford. I think they're the only team in the league who've never won at Old Trafford. The fans to my right are singing about Iraola. It's a huge win for Bournemouth. Start with um, Ben Thornley. Ben, what did you make of that? Um, baffling as to how we can see in the space of 72 hours a performance like we saw against Chelsea um, to what we've seen here. The game started sloppily with Luke Shaw's under hit back pass. All right, it wasn't a penalty on Solanke, 
But then there were so many little things in those four or five minutes before the first goal was scored. And again, it's a poor pass. An easy goal for Bournemouth to score. The second one was a poor pass from Luke Shaw into midfield. The ball gets cut out, they break and they put a ball to the back post for, for big Philip Billing to, to nod in. Six foot five, he's going to be able to do that. But he wasn't being tracked either. He wasn't being tracked, no. Reggion was back, was back too late. But if you hang a ball up there for somebody of his size, he's always going to be favourite to win it. And then we saw on numerous occasions the good balls, the accurate balls that they can put in from either side. But when you're going to put a ball in for a corner to somebody who is completely unmarked and we don't have anybody on a post, you get what you're given. And they're 10, well, they were nine places, I think, below us in the division before we start. But it doesn't make any difference if you are not anywhere near up to your performance levels, any team in this division will turn you over. But that is an embarrassing scoreline that could have been worse. I think it's the worst result of the season because City won by the same scoreline, but City the league champions and they, they won a couple of other trophies last season. I heard, I didn't, I didn't actually see it, but I heard that they've done all right. Um, where do United go from here? You've got Bayern Munich at home Tuesday, you've got Liverpool away. It's like the results are so binary, it's win-lose. No league games have been drawn all season. No. They're almost impossible to predict. You go into Everton away and they're favourites. United win 3-0. You Newcastle was a stinker last week. Chelsea were favourites to win at Old Trafford midweek and United played really well. Yeah. Everyone thinks there's a bit of confidence coming back. Everyone's buzzing a bit. I was outside the ground today. People, yeah, we're going to win 2-1, 3-1, That kind of mood. But right from the start, as you said, United were totally off it. Yeah, they were. They and they were, they were, they were, good, were good. They pressed really well. They were, and do you know what as well? I will say this, Andrew, that even though we had quite a lot of possession, certainly after they scored their first goal, when they did break, they still looked so much more dangerous. I can't recall one, I would say, like really good save that Neto had to make. Yeah. Yes, there was a couple like from Maguire's header in the first half. And the McTominay header. And the McTominay header. But, but weak. Yes, no, nothing to write home about. And yet, yeah, they've they've you know saved us from you know an even worse scoreline because it, it, it they had a goal ruled out for handball. But if you're not on it in this division, anybody can beat you. But that is a, is a, that's a real chastening afternoon for some of those lads. And I still don't see how that can be a good thing, even from your explanation about other teams being favourites. I still don't see how that. It can be a oh, it's awful. a good thing that, that, that everybody is now expecting us on Tuesday to get an absolute walloping from Bayern Munich. Bayern got beat five one today, by the way. Well, you know they're they're in a position now where you know they're they're probably know that they're, they're going to be up there and, and win the league anyway. They're already through in the Champions League, but United need to turn out a performance. They can't. They've no hold on what happens in the other game between Copenhagen and Galatasaray their main aim here to secure some sort of European football for 2024 is to beat Bayern Munich and alright they've been slaughtered today you said at home but then they'll be looking oh, wait, and yeah. saying oh so yeah. have we yeah. so it makes for a very interesting fixture I've got very little confidence going into this week and yet the irony of this team is they can sometimes surprise but Looking at the bigger picture, it's been a very disappointing season. I keep thinking that a corner has been turned. It's only yesterday, Ben, that the manager got Player of the Month, Harry Maguire Player of, of the Month, Garnacho Goal of the Month. I know it was a slightly odd month because there are only three league games, but better to win them than not to win them. Yeah. Positive pointers. 
that was just awful. Yeah. Just awful. And there are positive pointers in, and I said to Stuart Gardner, my co-commentator today, I said, I just hope that they are not, um, you know, a sort of kiss of death, if you like, because you hear it all the time, don't you? Manager gets manager of the month, and then the first thing that happens is his yeah. team go and get beaten. And that's exactly what happened. Everything today went awry. There wasn't the same commitment. There wasn't the same desire. And although it wasn't anywhere near or quite as bad as the Newcastle performance, it was a lot closer to that performance than yeah. it was to Chelsea. And that is the reason why we have been humiliated by three goals to nil against a club that have never, ever won here. Goal difference is minus three. Yeah. Minus four at one point. Yeah, it was. That went in. It was. I mean, Score. No, we can't score goals. Bournemouth can't score. And if it, you know, if it wasn't for the likes of Scott McTominay weighing in with the, the six that he's got, yeah. then I'm not sure where we'd be because Marcus isn't scoring. Rasmus Hoyland hasn't scored in the in the Premier League yet. Uh, that must be a bit of a you Anthony know. Martial, you know, I saw him preparing for the game and he was praying and you want him to do well. Is it that he starved the service or just totally ineffective? You want them all to do well. Yeah. That's why we're here. You want them all <laughs> to do well because. This is your club, this is your absolute passion and this is this is our job as well as it being a passion. And and you you just look and that's probably why you get you you get emotionally involved with it all. Because you're so invested in it. Of course you? you are, without any question. Without any question. But Anthony Martial for me today was it was I was a, quite surprised that he started. Yeah. Um, but who else does he go with? Well, maybe he, he, because of, uh, of Rasmus Hoyland's yeah. goal-scoring record in Europe, then maybe he didn't want to try and risk him. But, you know, five or ten minutes into the second half, he had to because it, he was ineffective, Anthony Martial, and, and Rasmus Hoyland will give you that little bit more. At the end of the day, it was nowhere near enough from any of those players that we saw, both who started and who came on. And... The best team on the day and the team that worked the hardest and played the better football won the game. Pretty flat as well in terms of atmosphere. Yeah. A stand giving it a bit of effort next to the Bournemouth fans, but no, it was a filthy afternoon as well. Any slightly positive performances or is that just um, like... I, th I thought Hanny Maguire again in the first half... Yeah. Um, he didn't do anything wrong, did he? He didn't do anything wrong. And like... it's hard playing against them because they're right onto you. And Solanke bullied that defence at times. Solanke played extremely well. Um, and, you know, Semenya was a, was a bit of a handful as well. And, and even the two midfielders, Cook and Christie, they've got a really good partnership going. Um, they're a good side. They're a good side, Bournemouth, who've had, who've had turnaround, a big turnaround under this, um, under this manager, Areola. And it was part of the, the captain, wasn't he, the... Bilbao team that yeah. came here a few years back so yeah, yeah. you know he's uh, he's used to he's winning at Old Trafford that, yeah. that's probably arguably the best European performance by a visiting team I've um, I remember them this day, it was Bielsa wasn't it and it, it was Ander Herrera went to the side that's right at 3-1 I think and said do you want us to tighten up and win and he said no no I'll never forgive myself keep on attacking him which is Bielsa all over well, Listen to that wind now. But he, he's a smart manager. I mean, he, was, he did a very good job at Real Vallecano yeah. um, in Spain. I think he's taken a few months to get to grips with, with the football here. But he's on it. And I spoke to some Bournemouth fans before. Well, look at the results. You know, the no mugs. And no mugs. And I said this before the game. They've beaten Newcastle. They should have beaten Aston Villa. Um, they've had a real turnaround in their fortunes. And, and 
listen, as much as it was a surprise and I wasn't expecting this to happen today, if you fall below the standards that you set yourself in this division, especially against a team that is in form like Bournemouth are, then you will be you will be punished. So there are very, very few positives to take out of today. That's a terrible it's, result. You've just result. got to look forward. And especially when United haven't really played that well all season and yeah. yet we could be sitting here now and with a different performance, we could have been level on points with the European and Premier League champions. Yeah. Yeah. Through not through not even really performing anywhere near like we did, especially here last season. So now we're going to get a slump in the mood. All the people will lean into a crisis at Manchester United once again. At least we only have to wait until Tuesday. But you know, beat Bayern. <laughs> and we're only ever one uh, game away from a crisis yeah, at Man United. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. Buy into that. Well, that's what generates the headlines. Yeah. But that that performance, more of them, and your manager loses his job. Yes. If you, you know, you, you, they are the indefensible. That's, ones. Well, that's just the nature of the beast, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah. the nature of the beast. You, you know, Bournemouth should not be coming to Old Trafford and, and winning, and winning so three and winning 3-0, Yeah, and and it could have been more. Right. I'm going to go and see the manager now. I'm going to see both managers now. And thank one you of for them, time, one of them will be happier than the other. Yeah, I might, I might proper throw his head by asking him a question in Basque. <laughs> That's where he's from. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thanks. When you uh, the final whistle, you were pretty, pretty annoyed. Can you just sum up your feelings at the end of that game? Yeah, of course, annoyed and disappointed. Definitely I expected something different. I. I hope before the game you can build on that um, performance and, and the result from Chelsea. Um, so then it's very disappointed uh, the, the way uh, we started the game. And then I think we did a long time, everything to get back in the game. But I think uh, um, we got a warning shot, almost penalty. Then in the build up, we make a mistake. And then we are not good in the rest defense. So yeah, that is disappointing. And you're following facts, and as I say, we did, and we put a lot of effort in to return in the game. But then the, the brilliance, the movements in the box were not there. But we took at the equalise, and after the 2-0, uh, we break down. And yeah, so we have to do the things better. Simon, I mean, it felt like the, the lowest moment of the season. How do you get the guys back in and reset ahead of what is a crucial week? Uh, I think, as I say, the way we started is no good. Uh, that is, um, uh, that is poor. Yes, first five minutes of the game, and especially against an opponent like today, yeah, a very good transition team. So yeah, you you give them the perfect circumstances, and so it shouldn't happen. Uh, but I think we did everything to uh, to return in the game, and we had a lot of attacks. And as I said, we didn't uh, come, came to a point to return in the game, although uh, we had the opportunities. James. So, so often, Eric, this season you seem to take one step forward, then two back. How do you explain sort of being so accomplished on Wednesday against Chelsea to then producing a performance as abject as that a few days later? Uh, that is, of course, that is, that is a question, but I think um, we have to always be ready for the game and um, 
So yeah, I have to take the responsibility for that. I have to prepare my team that they are ready for the game. So yeah, from from my point of view, is then very disappointed as the way we started. So yeah, I have to do the things better. But, but, but Eric, in fairness, though, when, when once the players step over that line, you know you can't run for them. They have to be ready to start a game. And for the ninth time in all competitions this season, you conceded a goal in the first half an hour, and you've been behind in half of your 16 Premier League game. So the, they don't seem to be ready to start matches too often this season. Yeah, so we are really inconsistent, uh, and uh, so we have um, we have the abilities to do it, uh, but you have to do it every game and every third day. Samuel. Anthony Marshall, it's twice now this season that supporters have very loudly cheered him being substituted. He's not completed 90 minutes in the Premier League for nearly three years. He's got 18 goals in three years for the club. It seems like the, the fans have lost confidence in playing him. How, how can he continue playing for you? Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks ago against Everton, he played a very good game. So um, he has um, absolutely the competences, uh, the abilities uh, to play. Uh, but uh, so I don't think it's fair to, uh, after a performance this, to go to one player. No, uh, we as a group, uh, um, we failed all together. Bruno will be suspended uh, for yellow card and uh, missed against Liverpool. Is it worse thing than losing a match? No, it's the worst thing is to lose the match. Jamie. Talk about being inconsistent, and you often speak about elite football. Yeah, isn't the definition of elite football being an elite team being consistent? So the fact that you're inconsistent is that very sure the players you are not good enough to be that consistent elite team you want? I think as a squad, we are not good enough to to be consistent, and we have to work as a squad to improve that. James. Eric. How can you trust this group of players? Because um, from one week to the next, it is so, so different. So on, on any given day, how can you trust that they're going to actually perform today or not? Yeah. As a group, we have to, to improve. And in fact, we have to, and we have to get tougher. And that we are ready for the game and from, from the start. So I said it on Friday, hey, you can't, in this league, it can't be and that you are not playing on the highest levels because you get killed. And that is what happened in the first five minutes. And then you follow in facts and especially against them, such a good transition team, and you, you make life easy for them and they have the perfect conditions to play in. And then you see the team fighting, battling, put a lot of effort in uh, for a long period to return in the game. Uh, but, uh, but it can't happen that you so easily concede a goal. Okay, we'll leave it there. Thank you. So that's it for this podcast. Hugely disappointing afternoon at Old Trafford. Filthy weather as well. Thank you very much to so many of you who bought United We Stand and also the loads and loads of you who've subscribed to the digital edition of United We Stand in the last couple of days as well. Uh, We did sell out of the magazine in most of our spots before the game but we do still have some copies left for the buy-in game. We've had loads of new subscription orders for the printed ones as well uh, since last Tuesday of the deadline. What we'll do, we'll do one more mail out of this issue 
and we'll post the mags out on Tuesday. That's for anyone who's ordered the mag as a subscription uh, since the deadline last Tuesday. So we'll do one final mail out and they will be in the post the day of the Bayern Munich home game. And we'll do the next podcast from the Bayern Munich home game. Huge game. And I did speak to the Bournemouth manager after the game. Did get a word of Basque in there. I think he's done a very good job. I, I knew him when he was at Real Vallecano and he's rising pretty quickly. And I asked him, I said, you know, you won here emphatically as a player because he was the captain of that Athletic Bilbao side which came in 2012 and, and won 3-2 but dominated the game under Marcelo Bielsa. I know he's won emphatically as a, as a player as well but whatever credit that Bournemouth deserve and they do, that is a major, major bad result for Manchester United. And one of my editors was straight on to me saying, how, do, how does that compare to the worst home league defeats since Sir Alex Ferguson stepped down? Um, and I'm sort of thinking of the real stinkers, Liverpool 5-0, obviously. And he said, right, write a piece about it. So I've been trying to figure out my worst 10 overnight. I started this podcast with optimism, ending it, with a lot less optimism. You just never know with this Manchester United team. It's win or lose. And the mood seems to shift wildly with every win or with every defeat. But when you're losing another game like that, it is a reason why Manchester United fans are feeling really pissed off right now. Huge game against Bayern, just as every single Champions League game has been. Wasn't always like that, was it? You know, you get a bit bored in the Champions League group matches. Certainly is now, because if United go out of Europe, that will be a major, major blow. I'll settle for the Europa League, even though failure to finish in the top two will be a failure. Let's see how we go against Bayern. Until then, goodbye. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.